It's hump day replay. Hump day replay. Yeah. <laughs> get this in hump day replay. My favourite day of the week. Hump day replay. Hump day replay. The show about the daily talk show. And look, guys, we're back with uh, the cast from episode number one. Mm. We've got Grace, <laughs> Mason, and host of Jackie Road Studios, uh, sidekick on Christian O'Connell show. And lucky number six on Hamish and Andy podcast, uh, Jack you. Post. <laughs> <laughs> to be back, guys. Am I the first returning guest? Ah, oh, uh, look second. Although, yeah, you're second, but um, but you you were on the Ring Round show as well. So this is the first time we've had, like, I would say you're the third. You've been on three times now. Oh yeah, but that Ring Around show was like. Oh, it was, a, it was absolute clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, fun. it doesn't really count as like a get, you, you're a guest on the episode. Nah, that's fair. Does it? I don't know. It's your show. You can choose when, <laughs> when it does rules. count and when it doesn't count. <laughs> Look, I'll say that you're, you're the first person to be on three times. Thank you for so having thank me. You, thank you for coming back. No worries. And Grace and Mason are still together. <laughs> we oh, are. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> good. I, did, I didn't expect him to to part. Yeah, I George, you got to remember in the first episode where we were when I first met you, Grace. Mm-hmm. You and Mason were holding hands while we recorded <laughs> no. the episode. I think that's a sign that you're going to last more than a couple <laughs> of months. I know. Also, <laughs> slightly awkward if we have broken up. Yeah. and still doing hump day together. <laughs> still here. <laughs> Contractually obliged. Yeah. 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 Sign my life away. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. No, I'm very happy for you guys. How's have you? Found the uh, the first. What is it now? Six months. Yeah, mm. six months. That's been what are you reckon, Grace? Um, I I found it great. I mean, <laughs> lockdown threw a spanner in the works, but I think we thrived throughout that time. But you're staying together, aren't yeah. you? You spent all of lockdown together. Mm. Wow! So lockdown. you went from never having met to <laughs> not being allowed to leave the house yeah. <laughs> and, and spending every day with each other. Yeah. It's well, well quite, done. It's quite outrageous when, when know, you do we, look yeah. at it like that. But no, we've we've been it's great, impressive. haven't we? Mm. It's been oh, fun. Yeah. And why don't you go in the same room? I mean, you're in separate rooms yeah. <laughs> doing this. Why don't you just sit next to each other and hold hands like we did in episode <laughs> we one? Sh- we should. We oh, should. that would be very cute. Mason says no. <laughs> yeah, the audio. Uh, Can't risk the audio. <laughs> All about the uh, sound. So, Jack, Jackie Road Studios, you've uh, you pretty much wrapped up almost. You've got like what, one more interview yeah i've got so this is my podcast for just for people i don't want to assume that people know what it is but where i interview somebody and then write a song based on something that comes up in the interview i've got christian is my next guest christian o'connell who i do the breakfast show with on gold is my guest next monday and then i haven't decided if i'll do one more guest after that or if that will wrap up the season you know what i'm worried about is i made all these promises for the end of the series like I'm going to give away a guitar and draw a raffle system and then I'm going to release all the songs as an album. I've made all these promises and now I'm starting to think like, oh, I haven't organized any of this. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering like what, what is the process from here to, to get the album? Great question. Done. Great question. <laughs> well, I mean, it's even, even, the, even the guitar giveaway as well because, I mean, George mentioned it to me before. He said, yep. 
you haven't actually gone back and checked who's emailed you. You've actually just relied on people messaging in saying that they have emailed you and that's an entry to win the guitar. Yeah, it's an honesty system so far, but everybody who has written and said, hey, you have read my email out, that's how you get a raffle ticket to go and win the guitar, has actually referenced a real email that's been on the show. So okay. I trust. I guess that isn't foolproof though. No, because you But... I, I don't know. If if they fool me and win a guitar, uh, good on them. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the biggest uh, music trick that you've learnt, you reckon? Oh, probably the C major chord. Oh, beautiful. Ooh. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. 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 That's so <laughs> good. Have you got your keyboard plugged in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so awesome. if you need me to do any... Um, no, I already knew the C major chord, but if you need me to do any, uh, like... Um, interludes or do you have a musical interlude in this podcast no, no we but, can bring uh, one in we can yeah. interesting but the thing is like <laughs> uh, some of the snippets that will play out they've got music underneath i wish i'd known because then i could have got you to just do live music oh, that'd be so great yeah that'd so been better you want me to lay down a whole lot of music so you can use it underneath the snippets <laughs> yeah <laughs> or you want you want me to time the music so it's like okay guys let's make a snippet out of the next 30 seconds let's go oh. No, and you're meant to be doing like uh, telling talking. a joke or whatever's going to make go the JB, snippet. Tell us right. <laughs> uh, you know what this sounds like? It sounds like Mr. G's song. <laughs> 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 Annabelle right. Dixon. <laughs> whatever. Um, but what was the question anyway, before uh, I... I don't know. Before. I was just talking about like... Oh, oh what was my biggest... Music. Musical learning? Yeah, musical learning. Oh, I learned a hell of a lot. I could... and. I set up the studio without really knowing how to record music. I'd used GarageBand before, which is like the standard app that all Macs come with GarageBand. But I've never actually properly tried to record music on my own. And Mm. you can even hear from... If you go back to the very first podcast and listen to the song on that podcast versus how the songs are coming out now, there's been a huge um, learning curve that you can hear. Yeah. That I've gone. I'm just. Can you guys hear the train or not? No. Nah. No. Oh, this is the new train line. This is the new train line. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. A live, a live train. That's good to know that you can't hear it. This is the first test to to fill people in again. I had to move out of Jackie Road Studios, which is just my bedroom, and they shut down a whole street and elevated the train line across the road up until a sky rail. So now it runs in a bridge up above our house, essentially. But it is meant to be lighter track technology so that it doesn't make as much sound as the train used to. But the fact that you guys couldn't hear that is great news. They weren't lying. Yeah. Because I yeah. did, during lockdown, I did the radio show from in here a little bit. And, you know, Christian's talking about oh, all the stuff coming up on the show. And then a train would just be like, Oh, the 720 is going through Coburg at Jack's house at the moment. But this is a huge improvement, so I'm happy. That's great. Oh, that's good. Is there a shadow now? Like, noticeable shadow? The bridge? No, the shadow doesn't reach us, but there is a little bit of like from 5 to 6 o'clock, the sun gets blocked behind it, the west sun, and then it comes underneath the rail again. But no, it's not. it's not like daunting and and straight above our house and we come outside and look up like we're trolls living under a bridge (laughs) you know jack i actually um i've I've used some of your techniques recently oh yes 
because it's my mum's. What's well, my mum's sixtieth uh, tomorrow? So she, happy she, birthday, Kaz! Yeah, happy birthday, Kaz! Yeah, but when this comes out, it would have already been. So I can say what it is. We sure. wrote her a. Um, we didn't write her a song. We did a cover of a song. Yeah, and and I was like panning stuff to the left and right and like doubling up the tracks. Wow, it was great! So wait, you did a cover or you did like a, you re- rewrote the lyrics of a song? Nah, we literally just did a cover. Me, my brother, and my sister, my that's girlfriend. That's not. That's so wholesome. Yeah, because you know she's in another state, so we can't be together. Yeah. What song was it? Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh, oh I would love to hear it. Can Thank we play you. it? Oh, nah. It's. it's not, I mean. Come on. <laughs> I would. Would you have you guys heard it? No, I haven't. No, heard it, no. no, no, no. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. <laughs> Are you a good singer, George? Nah, he's nah, a good nah, singer. No, nah. nah, he's nah, a good nah. singer. No, nah, no, nah, you're a good. My brother's singer. not bad. He did the lower harmony, and then we oh, sort of I'm, did I'm, the... I really, really want to hear this. Are you worried about copyright issues, or just about us hearing your song? Um, because you guys, I know over there, you're well, all we... so worried about copyright issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I had Josh and Tommy on my show, they like before we started recording, after we were recording, while we were recording, they're like, "But what are you going to do? The copyright issues? What if they come and sue you?" <laughs> <laughs> they don't sound anything like but this that. This would be fine <laughs> because it's a cover. I think you can do covers, right? Well, let's. Hear, I would love to hear it. Can oh, we I'm hear ha- it, JB? Do you oh, have it yeah, with okay. you? Yeah. I actually, I actually <laughs> okay, great. All right. So this so this was recorded what on the weekend? Uh, yeah, it was recorded on the weekend. Um and just a bit of a disclaimer, we did just use like MacBook uh microphones. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So great. Why? You've got you literally have all the equipment in front <laughs> yeah, of you. <laughs> it's probably harder to like turn off the microphone I use every day, turn on Mac microphones so I know. it's less quality. You know what happened actually? So my brother, he recorded his end because he's in another state as well. So he did his end, sent it to us. Yep. Then we were doing over the top. And I was like, oh, I need, um, I left the bloody mic at work. Like, cause I'm back in the studio and we were recording at home. Yep. So I came into the office uh, on the weekend and got the mic and I got a SD card for, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just record, record it out of the Zoom. Went back home, SD card wasn't working. I was like, oh, this is classic. This is just classic GB. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was part of an episode once. I think it was only a couple of weeks ago, like one of the daily talk shows episodes and you had forgotten to bring the right microphone in and, you know, there's all six of you lined up for whatever recording. Josh was getting so shitty about it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the number one thing you can do wrong at your workplace is stuff up the mic plugging into the computer situation yeah, yeah. definitely definitely yeah josh would have been furious with you <laughs> all right so here we go so this is uh i'll play a bit of it this is our ain't cover, no mountain high family enough. cover of ain't no mountain high enough although we are lost if you ever need a helping hand i'll be there on the double just as fast as i can That's enough. Oh, well that done, JB. Well, well done. done. Thank you. That sounded sick. You Thanks guys are up. all Thanks. really good. I mean, still playing JB. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah, play, play that out. <laughs> play guitar. That's Jack, my brother. Oh, Jack. Great guitaring <laughs> name. That was really good, man. Your mum will be stoked with that. I've never made anything that beautiful for my mum. 
Really? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard about this. <laughs> yeah. I mean the, the coupons. Coupon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still think like that is a nightmare in my memory. I still really? think about that a lot. And now every, I'll, I'll just fill people in again. <laughs> I got my mum when I was fifteen, and I got my first paying job. I went out to get my whole family Christmas presents. I was so excited <laughs> that I was going to buy them myself and get them for everybody. And I got my brother a PlayStation game. I got my dad. CD of a, like vinyl that I knew he loved that un, and now I got it for him on CD and I panicked and didn't know what my to get my mum and so I'm coming home and I'm like oh well what shops are like as I get off the station what shops are there and all I could really find was Baker's Delight and I asked <laughs> the girl at Baker's Delight can I do you guys do gift vouchers <laughs> <laughs> which they don't not surprisingly but she said but i could give you a two dollar off coupon for however many you want so i bought twenty dollars worth of two dollar off coupons <laughs> and gifted them to my mom she must have thought like that is just so it's it would be better to just have got nothing yeah mm. yeah it's not good no, <laughs> it's terrible. And then she wasn't even able to use them all at once. She, you had to, you couldn't oh, use them together. Oh, two dollars off per order. That's annoying. Per order. <laughs> and it's just like, what does that say to my mum about what I think she does in the family? Like, oh, mum buys all the bread. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love this. Fifteen-year-old <laughs> brain going, yeah, this works. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm very embarrassing for my past, but I should now be repaying her with. It was her sixtieth birthday this year in August this year, so. I really should have done something as grand as what you did, Georgie. Yeah. I mean, this was literally just a cover. You should be writing songs. <laughs> I know. Yeah, do I, it every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For people who've heard my podcast, though, they will know. I, essentially, every episode I complain about having to write another song <laughs> and the format that I've got myself stuck into because it takes up my whole weekend. I don't. I, don't, I never try and take it on during the week. Mm. But, even though I've got plenty of time, the radio show finishes at 9am. I'm usually home by 11am, so I have all afternoon to do it. But I always just let it pass, let it pass, let it pass. The podcast comes out on Monday and Saturday morning, I get in this panic mode of like, uh-oh, got to make a song. <laughs> <laughs> and well, because probably... I'm trying to I'm trying to like add drums to it, like a, oh. a drummer who's from a different, um, he's up in Newcastle and like different people playing and contributing to the songs. There's a lot of work that goes into it. But um, every week I feel like, all right, I'm not going to make it this week. I'm just going to have to go on and tell them that there's no song. Mm -hmm. And every week I just like at the last minute finally like pull the rabbit out of the hat. But it's it kills me every week. I complain to my <laughs> wife like, why did I ever do this podcast? These ungrateful bastards. <laughs> Don't know the work that's going into it. I hate this. I they just I want need my guitar. weekends back. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! I mean, that's probably a good segue into our, our first little grab that I want to play, because um, um, so Seth Godin was on the show the other day. Yeah, I heard it was great. It was really good, and this little bit stood out to me. Uh, I thought of you for this as well. It's um, sure. it's he's talking about the difference between confidence and trusting the process. So trust is different than confidence. Confidence means you're sure it's going to work. People are pretending that they are confident. Actually, a successful athlete trusts their practice, that if they do the work they said they were going to do, on the schedule they said they were going to do it, that's the best they can do. And then if they lose, at least they know they showed up 
with their best intent. Losing or winning is a side effect of the practice. Good ideas, hit books, these are side effects. We don't say, I did a bad job because we know what the job is. We can say, I didn't get lucky. I need to get better. This is specifically on the Seth episode. Uh, I woke up early to, to get that montage together, but I was doing, that was my focus beforehand. So I was like editing and putting it all together. The thing that I didn't have, which I think every podcaster should do, is what is the first question? So talk about like the, the process of writing the song in a sec, but as far as podcast interviewing, is, do you think about that or like how much preparation goes into one of your yes, interviews? Yes, I, I loved that clip from Josh. We were just like, when I saw that, I know this is no offense to Josh, but when I saw that, I actually thought like, yeah, no duh. Like think of the first question, like you're out, you're doing an interview. Like yeah. what else are you going to do? You'll get there and you're like, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all, always. Like I can't think of anything more daunting than going into an interview where you, you don't know what you're going to ask is the very first thing. And I think, mm. I don't think this happened with Josh and Tommy. I think they are obviously huge fans of Seth. So they made it a really authentic, great sounding interview. But if you don't have anything planned, that's how you, just end up talking about like, oh, so how's lockdown been for you? Or like, <laughs> yeah. what have you been doing? And then you talk for 20 minutes, you know, hoping something interesting comes up. Yeah, for sure. I always like plan, I, I write down all my, like a bunch of questions, knowing yeah. then that you can go off um, script. Like you got, you, you start off on a journey and if it goes somewhere else, great, but you've got at least a bare bones mm. there so that if that doesn't work, you feel like you've got an interesting, interesting path to take. And I've, I've, thank God I do it like that. Cause there has been interviews that I've done during this series. One was, uh, particularly was with the lead singer of this band called Jimmy Eat World, who was a big band in my teenage years in the early two thousands, um, sort of like an emo punk rock band. They wrote The Middle is their most famous song. Mm -hmm. I was interviewing Jim Adkins, who's the lead singer of that band, and he just wasn't the kind of guy who was very conversational, naturally wanted to tell a whole lot of stories and allowed for all these natural moments to come up where we can start talking about other things. So I did have to rip through that list of questions that I prepared for him because he was either giving short answers or, or just answers that weren't lending themselves to other kind of questions. Actually, yeah. halfway through the interview, I was like, uh-oh, I'm going to get through these. Like, I thought I wrote <laughs> way more than I would ever need, but I'm actually going to get through all of these. Yeah, right. So how many do you usually, like, generally have? Uh, I mean, I might write, like, I, I, actually, that's a that's a little bit dishonest. I don't, I don't always write down a question as much as I write down, like, an area... Mm -hmm. that I want to cover. So I might write down like 10 areas, which is more than you you probably need. I, I interview for about 45 minutes mm -hmm. on this podcast and that is usually more than enough. So for a lot of them, I'll get to the end. I just did Andy Lee as the most recent episode and get to the end and still have half of the areas I wanted to cover that we didn't yeah. even get to because we were able to come up with natural stuff in the, yeah. in the well, chat. You can tell, like it's always so natural, like your, your show, I reckon. You can't uh, even really pick up where the questions that you had prepared would be. They seem like they're so off the cuff. Oh, thanks, man. And yeah. that's there. Yeah, that I reckon that is um, just 
part of like knowing that you've written them down so that mm. if you if you hit a point where like nothing's naturally coming to you, you can always just defer to what you've written down. It just gives you like this weird confidence that you know you've like... It's like a safety uh, net almost. Yeah, it's a, it is a safety yeah. net. And then you find that you don't actually need it or um, or stuff that you've written down just comes naturally to you. So I don't end up actually reading a lot of what I've written down, but I know that if I hadn't have done that before mm. the interview, it wouldn't have been as natural. Mm. Well, I mean, you, you play like different characters on air right like you've you know behind the panel at H&A and then like sidekick on, on Christian O'Connell what is it like going to then being the person asking all the questions and the one doing the interview as opposed to what you've done like in radio yeah it's been really fun and I didn't really I didn't realize I would enjoy it so much I think I started this podcast as an idea to make songs and I thought how what what's a good way to create an area where I have to write a different song every week and it felt like too much of a blank page to go all right this is just a new podcast where I write a new song every week without any input or content to draw from so that's where I came up with the idea was like well if I'm just doing an interview every week you talk about a bunch of different things and surely something in that can inspire mm. a topic for a song so the interview aspect of the podcast came as a secondary feature to wanting to have this stimulus to write songs and I've really enjoyed it and actually it's probably more become an interview podcast than the song podcast just by nature of the interview is first takes up 45 minutes and then the song is three minutes at the very end mm. so the uh, probably a bulk of the response I get about the podcast is about the interviews and not about the music is that yeah. disappointing, or <laughs> Georgie? In a way, yes, because it's <laughs> which the one takes what time? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the interview takes about a quarter of the time as it, it does to yeah. to make the songs. But the, the but that doesn't worry me in the fact that, like, while I do get sometimes frustrated and and, and put a lot of pressure on myself for the songs, I got to remember the reason that I was doing that was to teach myself a new skill and to get mm. better at something. And the podcast was a way of keeping myself accountable for that. So it doesn't really worry me that the songs aren't front and center of the podcast, but um, I, I yeah. think I still get a lot out of it. And, and and it does give me something. It does give me the podcast, just that little bit of different point of Definitely. difference to a lot of podcasts that are interview based podcasts. Yeah, definitely. I think Hamish summed it up perfectly. It's like you're doing that, the extra bit, you know, so many interview podcasts out there, but, but your one is that that extra little bit of, uh, of effort. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that about this podcast as well, because you're, Georgia, you obviously think about what you want to talk about. You go and source the clips to kick oh. off different areas of conversation rather than we all just sit down. And there's something to be said for both ways, but rather mm. than it, we, we would have a different conversation if we all just sat down and go, all right, time starts now for 45 minutes, just whatever we want to talk about, we'll talk about. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. With like the first question stuff, I always think about this with Joe Rogan. I reckon he's like an expert at, at the very first question, like with the Kanye West episode, he just said like, so you're running for president? Yeah. And then it's just like 20 yeah. minutes of Kanye talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think another skill that he has is like, he really does make it sound like the kind of conversation that you would just, that they would yeah. have anyway. Like you, you can really imagine that as like, 
you know, for whatever reason, they're not on air yet and they just have to wait 20 minutes while some guy sets up the studio mm. and that's mm. the kind of conversation they would have before they went on. What did Definitely, you think of the Kanye sure. episode though? I didn't like, actually finish it. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. It's a lot. He's, uh, he's a bit of a rambler, Kanye West, I found, and I didn't get through more than 20 minutes of it. Yeah, I'm the same. I got through about 20. Yeah. And, um, and the Alex Jones one as well, I didn't sit through that either. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, nah. how, how long is it this time? I remember last time. It's over it was three like hours, five, I'm pretty sure. Oh, last time was like five hours. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't listen to, to a lot of the Joe Rogan episodes, but what I love is when there's somebody that you like on there, yeah. getting served a three-hour episode is, is bliss. Like you really, you need that amount of time to get to areas where you hear people talking about things they've never talked about before because usual exactly. interviews don't go on that long. Totally. So what what about like long form versus radio? Are you doing any little interviews on Christian O'Connell? Nah, actually Christian O'Connell's show, we don't do a lot of interviews. I love, actually I was talking to Mason about this earlier. I love the setup that we're doing on that show. Whereas a lot of breakfast radio shows interview everybody who's offered and that includes, you know, the, all the block contestants, all the MasterChef contestants, mm. um, anyone and everyone who, you know, you, it, it's not a really big exclusive to talk to them. They, they're a great chat, but it's not a huge um, exclusive. And we don't do any of those. And then he's just really picky with the ones he does do. So we did Jerry Seinfeld two weeks ago, and then we did Matthew McConaughey last week. And it really makes like the interviews pop out of the show. The yeah. only problem is the only sad thing for me is he he does those one on one and I'm not part of them. So uh, <laughs> right. I'm just only. like the, yeah, I'm just like the listener in that. I, I don't which I don't mind as well because Christian shows really it is his show. I, I've, I'm like a player on it, but um, you know it's similar to what you guys do with the daily talk show. How you, you pop mm. up from, from time to time. I oh, know that's our show. but you know at at the end like when when they're interviewing seth like it was just the boys doing it oh definitely yeah no we would would not be trusted on the yeah (laughs) but so to answer that question i've never done interviewing anywhere but besides this Mm. jackie road studios podcast because those radio ones they're like i mean the standard like commercial radio like quick eight minutes boom yeah you know have a few questions like is hamish and andy when they're on radio were they did they have their questions mapped out or were they just kind of, they're very uh, good at just... Andy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say that gives you, that is a little bit of a safety net in itself. Like yeah. if Hamish knows that Andy's done it, he can be a little bit more free-flowing and not having done it. Mm. And then you do, like then they still pull off really great interviews, I thought, because one person has got that safety net and Hamish is a bit more free-flowing. But again, I just, I think there's something about that like six-minute commercial radio interview that you just don't get a lot from it. Yeah. It was, and I've, I've heard just anecdotally that it's was people's least favorite part of the podcast. Not radio show, like when it was a radio show, I mean, uh, they thought that it was just something that you had to do as part of being on radio mm-hmm. to promote people's TV shows and promote people's movies. But it wasn't yeah. people's... the What people loved about the podcast was Hamish and Andy interacting with each other or interacting with the listeners, not necessarily interviewing big guests. Mm. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I remember there was like there's a few years in there where it was, it was a fair few 
like big movie stars and stuff on yeah. there all the time. But yeah, you're right. Like yeah, I, my but well, because the bigger they got, the mm. more opportunity they got to interview all those people, mm. and it is a real belief at a radio station. Like, why would you pass up interviewing all these great people? Yeah. I really like that they don't do a lot anymore because I just I, I think it is an element of the show, but I don't think it's the best element of the show. Yeah. I was loving, I messaged Mike the other day because he's on the Remembering Project at the moment. Yep. Saw point that Mike's is essentially <laughs> on the buttons, which is my home space. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Did they um, sidetrack, but how was that? Was <laughs> getting Not getting picked. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it did felt like it not getting picked. No, it was, did they it confront was, you with it? Did they say, hey, mate? Uh, I chatted to Andy about it and he just, the, the problem was like, with working with Gold, which is uh, the Australian Radio Network, which is a different company than SCA, which owns Podcast One, which hosts Hamish and Andy, general public wouldn't care one bit about that or know about it. Mm. But there's this weird politics between one radio station and another radio station and like jumping mm. across. And because I work full time for ARN, they don't really like me doing things that for SCA, which is their you know their rival mm. even though i don't think anybody cares or it matters <laughs> but they i had to fight a little bit to stay on the hamish and andy podcast originally and it was just what it wasn't worth the fight to do this other mm. other uh. podcast and um and i think it's great actually i think it works really well with mike because he wasn't there for any of the stories they're telling and this is yeah. a podcast where they go back and talk about things that they did 10 years ago say mm. and mike wasn't there so he's bringing a different angle to it and like asking questions that you would ask if you weren't part of it and so i actually think the uh, dynamic is probably better suited to having somebody like that in the role yeah it's so true like he's coming in as, as a listener and a fan yep. and he remembers that moment but um i was gonna say like it reminds me of the old board meeting podcast which were my favorites like <laughs> i love those <laughs> ones yeah that's uh Jeez, not a lot of people would remember that, I don't think. That, <laughs> that is, for one one or two years of the Hamish and Andy show, we had this thing called the Board Meeting Podcast, which was essentially like, what, what was it? <laughs> it, was just like, it was just like detail and admin that was too dense for the radio show. But, but it was just not edited, it was just banter. Yeah, it was just banter, yeah. Which is very cool. Um, and so Seth was... Uh, you know, Seth is Josh and Tommy's hero. Mm -hmm. Have you? I love the montage you guys did, by the way, of um, all the times that Seth has Seth been mentioned on the show. That was so good. Well, that's that's what was taking up all of Josh's energy. Yeah. Couldn't think of a question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scary for Seth to be on the other side of that, though. Like, it really did sound the podcast version of being a stalker. When you hear them all back to back, like Seth Godin this, Seth Godin that. We love Seth Godin. Seth Godin. <laughs> and you just said, I couldn't help but picture Seth Godin on the other end on his headphones hearing the whole montage. I'm like, i got to get out of here. <laughs> My internet's gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's quite interesting hearing Josh uh, say that he was like, you know, kind of nervous for that one because he never seems nervous, I reckon. Yeah. And I don't, um, well, I don't think he sounded nervous in the episode. No, I couldn't notice. But have you had moments in your podcast where you've like felt geez i really look up to this person maybe jim atkins or uh no not really like i i kind of get nervous before everyone like that's yeah. that kind of good nerves 
that reminds me of like playing junior basketball again where you know that five minutes before you start and you're like all right am i how's this gonna go um i get that kind of nerves before it but not not like daunting nerves like i uh, like interviewing a great great idol yeah i'm the same <laughs> get nervous before everyone yeah because you want it, but I, I think you need that. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's that kind of energy I feel that makes sure that you're doing your preparation and that you're you got your head in the game for it. Because yeah. as, soon, be as soon as you lose that, then you can <laughs> yeah. You if you lose that little bit of fear, then you lose. Well, then what's keeping you accountable for doing the preparation and doing the work? And then mm. you do become that kind of lazy show that is mm. is like, hey, we're just chatting. <laughs> But even yeah. even even being on the podcast, like Grace, have you have you noticed like being nervous before coming on? Like, do you, is that is that a thing? Because I remember like when I start, I was just like shitting myself well, I remember, every time they threw to me. Yeah, and I remember Mace. I remember um, I remember saying to you, if those boys ever make us do a podcast at our own, I'm gonna be I'm, that will kill me. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So, because you guys have all come from not any type of broadcasting mm. before being part of this, and you too, Grace, I imagine. Yeah. It's very nerve wracking. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm anxious before every hump day all the time. Really? Yeah, all me. the time. I'm just, even like throughout hump days, even now, anxious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't seem oh, like it. Oh, thank you. It, do, it doesn't come across at all. Which no. I don't know what it is. I just think because I'm not used to this world of, of broadcasting and I'm still learning like when when interviews are happening, like can I butt in or am I going to butt in or... I'm going to yeah. talk over anyone. So I'm always very aware of that. And I think obviously the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. And then the more you'll, you'll learn little bits here and there. But yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. still very nervous. That is a, tricky, ro- that, that is a mm. tricky role to play. And, and because I played it, a similar thing on Hamish and Andy for so many years before mm. I actually did any broadcasting on my own, um, besides like community radio and stuff, yeah. is like when am I allowed to jump mm. in here or just invited to be to to contribute yeah and then you start thinking you're doing way too much overthinking and you're like well maybe i'm not speaking enough and should i speak here and then you're like rather than just naturally speak you start thinking you're like all right well i'll probably wait for my you know try to jump on a moving train have you just read my mind (laughs) literally i'm like when can i get this and then it just the moment passes you're like oh there there it goes there it goes we should do now is there anything that you hear anything Earlier what on, that you're what? like, oh, I would have come in on this, but you guys all talked over me. Um, this is, this Eddie, is too Eddie, much, guys. Eddie, Eddie, high enough. Um, <laughs> I was actually going to sing my rendition. But you guys I wrote one for my mum. No, yeah, yeah, Christmas presents. Mom. <laughs> what else? Um, um, no, no, it's literally my brain's interviews. gone now. What about, what about talking to your heroes? Eddie, oh, I don't, I don't know if I would, I would go well talking to... I don't even know who my heroes are, to be honest, but I don't know if I'd go well because I'd get too nervous. I just start overthinking. I think I would. Um, but yeah, I think, would you think you would approach it differently if you knew it was like, for whatever reason, mm. on this hump day, we're going to have Grace's hero and we want you to do the interview. Then you would be able to prepare for it differently rather than just like sit in and like try and jump in when it's necessary. Yeah, I think I would. 
I would probably prepare more. And I think and I think that's what I said to Mason before because I do kind of just jump in here and he gives me the run sheet, you know, five minutes before the show goes on. I'm kind of like, I don't know what's happening or anything. So That makes such a difference. It, it's a little bit like I'm in the dark and it's it's hard yeah. and yeah, yeah. I think if, if my hero, whoever that was, came on, I'd prepare a lot yeah. more. Which I I think you don't sound at all like <laughs> No. The, the, the person that you're describing on these episodes, I, okay. I actually think it feels totally <sighs> natural and I, I would take the pressure off yourself a little bit because, I mean, Georgie's got to obviously do the heavy lifting, mm. um, lifting because it's his episode and he's <laughs> like yeah. making sure that you're always getting to the next point. Mm. Like that kind of is the, the part that you have to be on your game or else you just go wayward and, and you never get to the next spot yeah. and never introduce new topics. But for you, like mm. you should just feel natural in the spot that you occupy which yeah. is like just contributing when it i just think fit. i'm very aware as, as i was saying before like not butting in and as it is you know georgia boys hump day replay not wanting to to butt in too much uh, you know no, so i completely get it there was a there yeah. was a few months there in the daily talk show when me and mace were on like all the time mm. and um and we're doing two eps a day and stuff and there was a while like it felt very strange having the group of four even like even boxes on the screen and and you mm. you know you're not sure whether like that, the yeah that, watching, that puts yeah. even more pressure on like oh, i haven't said anything for ages yeah, yeah. but then you go oh but, but podcast <laughs> listeners are listening for josh and tommy yeah so yeah. then you're like trying to work out how much to do how much to say and then people watching on youtube are like probably looking like what are these two other people doing yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> You've all just yeah. read my mind. This is, cra- this is crazy. Well, knowing Josh and Tommy Grace, you'll probably have your, your own show in the next couple of Definitely. weeks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my own podcast network you, coming. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would be great. Yeah. Your own show would be really how have you, how have, Mace, how have you found being on other shows? Like I know you're on Tony's show as well and then that's a different dynamic again because it's just the two of you and mm. she's sort of monologuing but then again, not really. She's sort of talking to you directly. Mm. Yeah, I mean... I, it it is the thing of having different characters that you're playing on each show, and so it's like there is like a like a writing down of like content that I'm going to bring or things that have happened throughout the week that are going to be relevant to like Hunt Day or relevant to the Daily Talk Show or relevant to Tony. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, I mean, it's just but it feels very natural slipping into each of the different characters or everything that I'm playing. Like it, it doesn't feel a lot different, but yeah, it, it is a you yeah, bring the, a different posture yeah. to every show that you're on. Tony one, I reckon, I'd imagine, would be a little bit tricky just because, yeah, like you say, it's it's a it's a one person show, mm. but but you're there to kind of bounce off. So it's like how much how much are you kind of contributing? Yeah, I would actually say, even though it is Tony's show and she's on the front cover and mm. and you know people yeah, like, it, it's built around her. It actually does feel like she's taught that you the two of you are talking to each other. Uh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you need that person to bounce off as well sometimes. It'd be very to, difficult doing yeah, a one person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like even just doing the the bits in between the interviews in my podcast where I'm talking on my my own. That mm. was weird to start doing. Mm. Like because I've never in my whole time of broadcasting ever sat with nobody and gone like, "All right, hey guys, <laughs> it's Jack." <laughs> and you don't realize how strange it is until you actually do it for the first time. Mm talking to nobody mm. yeah that is weird so just quickly with the um, trusting the process <laughs> and everything like that your episode you did an episode um a few weeks ago that was a bump in the road episode which i loved thank and you and you talked yeah. about how 
you know, you you stress until the last minute, and then all of a sudden the song comes together somehow. Yeah. So this was an episode that essentially I did didn't get the song done in time. So I put up an episode apologizing that the song isn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so refreshing. Like so many people out there would would be listening and go, oh, the thing that I'm working on so hard every week, just like killing me. Nice to hear someone that didn't didn't get it done either. But yeah. I still think you you know you still did trust the process. Just didn't happen for you. Bad bounce. Yeah, I would be interested to see how you feel about this, Georgie boy, because you have I know you've had a similar experience where when you were making the montages for the show every week, which was the original Hump Day, the videos. Um, I've spoken to you since then and you you felt the same way like it became this daunting big thing you felt like you wanted to raise the bar every week and then you put all this pressure on yourself you're staying up after midnight on the night before it's ready to um, be delivered but then so you you hate that you put yourself into that weird situation but then at the same time do you look back on that now and go like well I'm glad everything that I created during that time is something I created and something I learned from yeah definitely like it's because what's the other, like, all of a sudden you've made all these things and you're like, Jesus, how did that happen? Yeah. And you, you know, at the time it was really hard, but yeah, you just, like now you can look back and be like, geez, I've made 12 songs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and I, I ride that seesaw every week. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> where it, as soon as it's done, I look back and go like, damn, that was good. Like, I've yeah, made 12 songs in the, like, in the last yeah. 24 weeks. It's crazy. Wow, that's awesome. And, so then, how did you, and then Saturday will come along and like, why did I do this? <laughs> why did I say one more? <laughs> so if you're feeling like that every week, like how do you know when the process hasn't worked? <laughs> well, you just got to, I mean, yeah. Yeah, kinda... I think I would do a lot differently if I, if I went back to the start, I'd put way less pressure on the songs because the truth is like, when I would do songs on Hamish and Andy, that was that was just me with an acoustic guitar playing a song for a minute, not doing a whole three-minute song with all the production elements of a song. Part of me wanted to do that, to learn how to do it, and I think it's really cool that I, I'm, I made songs that I'm like, man, that sounds like a professional song, with help, not on my own, but I, I still think that's really cool. Um, but it kind of got away from the idea of like, you know, a minute song on an acoustic guitar, something mm. that you can spend an hour writing. It takes five minutes to play it and then it's done. Whereas now it is like all Saturday, all Sunday is put, <laughs> into, <laughs> is put into writing it. And I don't feel like now that I, I, I made this deal with myself or the listeners of the show that it's going to become an album at the end of the series... <laughs> and there is high production quality in a lot of songs. I don't feel like now I just go back and do a bunch of acoustic, like one yeah. take ditties to finish it off. Now, I'm sure you can look back and see how, how good the songs are and how much yeah. you've improved. It just um, makes phase two, of whatever phase two of the podcast is going to be, which I keep promising on the show that there will be a phase two of the podcast. I just don't know what that is yet if it it's doesn't coming. have the songs. Yeah. <laughs> so people ask me, they're like, oh, I'm looking forward to phase two of the podcast because I mention it all the time <laughs> and I don't know what it is. Uh, speaking of speaking to yourself on podcasts, uh, Josh had an idea for basically a new business. Uh, mm -hmm. That would take off. That would take off because you don't have to speak to anyone. This would get a barber in the news. I'm, I'm being deadly serious. It's called the No Banter Barber. 
And so it's that's all you can be guaranteed that there'll be no banter. It, and here's another name: the Glory Hole Barber. It's just they have a hole, and they cut through. You you just go on the one side with your head, and they do it. You don't even know the, who the barber is. I, do you know what I've done? I don't know if this is obnoxious. I think it probably is. I've done this a few times on my walks. I just say to the other person, like, I actually can't be bothered talking. Can you just talk? And I'll listen. Is that you walked with them since? Yeah, yeah. I've done it with uh, Jack. I did it with Bree this morning, actually. Jack ended up being like, okay, well, um, I'm guessing you'd be talking right now about this. And then I'd probably say this. Sometimes, do you ever do that? Have you ever said, are you cool just to talk? Nah, never. Okay. <laughs> do you remember that walk? I do remember that walk. I, I think he's done that on more than one occasion. I thought I didn't know that he was getting bored of talking. I thought he was being self-aware that he does a majority of the talking anytime he's in a conversation. And he, he thought, I'll give this guy a go. I actually felt it kind of patronizing and that he was he didn't really care to hear what I had to say. He was just like out of fairness and politeness, he was giving me a go. <laughs> yeah, well, he said he, because he talks all day, he just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. But- I, have, uh, I, have, I hadn't heard that though, but I totally agree with the no banter barber. Do you guys not like bantering with your barbers? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you guys. Yeah. That's yep. literally the worst part about going to get a yep. haircut. Definitely. Just ask, ask me what I want and that's it. Yep. yep. I would go one step even further than that and say the barber wears headphones and they're listening to music <laughs> and they're like in their own world. So it doesn't even have that awkward tension of like, we're not talking because they're just doing their own thing. They're listening to a podcast or listening to music, whatever love it that. is. Yep. Um, Do you guys, I want that. Do you ever get your phone out at the barber? No, because I don't want to be rude. So I do keep up the conversation even though I don't want to. But it always stays surface level of, you know, where are you going from holidays? What did you do last holiday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Grace, you love a bit of banter. I do. Well, I remember the last time I got my hair cut, which was like October last year um, back in Perth. And I was actually going on a date that night. So me and the me and the hairdresser were just like, wasn't me, wasn't me. We were just chatting away about where I was going, what the guy does, what I'm going to wear. It was great. I love. Do they buy in? What's what's the deal? They're just like, I'm going to make your hair real nice for this. Yeah, and then she was like, next time you come back, I'm sure he'll be your boyfriend. Uh, (laughs) Wait, so Grace, is this someone you've known for a long time? Um, the hairdresser. Yeah. No, no, this was like first meeting. We started chatting. Yeah. Okay. It's quite That's revealing, isn't it? No, I mean, it's great if you can get to that level of well, like, like, what, familiarity what with them straight or, away, but yeah. I, I would rather the no banter. I, I love, like, whenever Josh talks about the, like, not wanting to go to the cafe because they don't want to, like, have the banter with the barista or anything, I, like, can't relate to that because I love it's, that when you go to, a you know, a, um, a coffee shop and they know, like, oh, hey, Grace, how are you going? Or just are you regular today? I'm like, I yeah. love that as well. It's so, and I that's what you it. have as soon at the as hairdresser. They know your coffee order, yeah. You're good. You don't have to talk to them. No, yeah. you still talk to them. <laughs> All right. I'll Aaron go. I'll going. go one step further. This might, if if that's the case, Grace, this might shock you. But I even get bored talking to my own friends and family <laughs> at cafes. So I get worried that if we're going out to breakfast, it'll go on to lo- too long. And I always try and plan things that I have to get to so that when the meal's done, it's like, all right, guys, sorry, I got to take off, but this has been really nice. Yeah. Not because I don't like them, I like hanging out with them, but I. I, I just had the idea of like small, hours yeah. on end of like you just yeah. keep going no, around that. and around. It depends who the friends are and the, you know the family and stuff. 
if they're I get the family not bit. not the closest friends or family, then yeah, always plan stuff for afterwards. But yeah. otherwise, no, even even my closest <laughs> friends and family, <laughs> I'm done. My, my threshold's been reached. <laughs> even Bianca, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll get fidgety. Like if we go out to dinner, if we stay too long, really? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you tell her? Can you, can you, <laughs> you talk? Uh, edit that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going off Grace's reaction, and that is uh, <laughs> not good. That's not a good thing. Like, well, Mace hasn't asked, done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Josh asked Bree to do all the talking. Like, I just if I said that to my girlfriend when we went for a walk, like, oh, by the way, can you do all the talking? I'm not going to talk. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be good. I reckon. I, I, well, don't, I, don't, I, I like if I've got something else to do, like I like playing board games with Bianca or even doing a puzzle or something. So it's like there's something to do. Oh I don't God. know what I just like. <laughs> okay, yeah, am I digging the hole in deeper yeah. and deeper? Okay, yeah, <laughs> 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 Maybe we have something to do while we're talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Mason, have you ever said that to me on a walk? <laughs> nah. I feel like it's we go in moods. Like one time, I'll be really chatty, and then Mason will just be quiet and let me talk, and then vice versa. Who do you reckon talks more? Me. Really? <laughs> I'm <Yep>. always talking. <laughs> yeah. Even when Mason's trying to go to sleep, I'll just keep talking. Oh. Now, now that is a pet peeve. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh <right>. my gosh! <laughs> Even Mace, tell me if this happens. Like, there's space, there's silence. <laughs> like where you, where you literally use that time to fall asleep, and then just from the darkness, it's like, hey. What are we doing again on Saturday night? Yeah. Oh, what? And I, I, I fall asleep so quick. So as soon as the talking stops, I'm pretty much asleep. Me too. Oh, that's me. Exactly that's so me. But the funny, the, the my favourite thing was and this happened the other day, and so because Gra- Grace does talk a lot when we go to sleep and the lights are off, and then the other day we we had a late night and we wake up the next morning, and Gra- and Grace says to me. Why aren't we going to bed earlier? <laughs> <laughs> we just spoke for half an hour before bed. So you spoke half an hour yeah. before. I was like, oh, yeah. 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 And it's always like life's biggest problems have to get solved as well, like at that yeah. hour right yes. before sleep. It's not just uh, idle chit chat. I think it's just like also like just going through what's in my brain. So even if sometimes I'm just like, oh, Mason, you go to sleep, I'll just keep talking. <laughs> but it's also. <laughs> like, I need to get it out to someone. But. The other the, the other thing that I love as well, it's quite loud. Like it's especially when it's in your ear. Like like Grace might be lying next to me, it's right in my ear and she's speaking quite like she's not whispering, it's talking. And yeah. it's just yeah. not, anyway. not ideal. <laughs> I love it. Uh so quick just quickly before we finish up, uh thanks Jack. One more thing to play. It was episode nine hundred this week. Which we should talk about. And yes, it was also, congratulations and happy birthday to Mr. 97. Thank you. Thank you. It was. I don't know why I said thank you. <laughs> thank you, George. <laughs> happy birthday to Mr. 97. And we were out at the park. We had a great time. So just wanted to play a, a couple of highlights from that episode. Sure. It's a daily talk show episode 900. Yeah, what is happening, folks? What's going on? And it's Mr. 97's 21st birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yesterday, Grace took me out. She put a list together of 21 things that were my favourite things to do. 
I'm just uh, happy that you're being part of the journey. Oh, thank you. Can we, can we appreciate, not to make it about me, but <laughs> I said there, episode 900 could be Mr. 97's 21st birthday. Mm. That was done before we started doing two episodes yeah. a day. What? The fact that I was able to predict <laughs> that. And your and shirt as well. Yeah, your shirt's <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For people who aren't watching the video, I've got a new shirt. <laughs> Jess Obviously, is, Jess is a bit nervous. I'm nervous. She says, looking. This is real hot salami, isn't it? <laughs> well, we were just eating it before, and I said, that's really hot. I think it will be too hot for Mason, so we just nah, want to nah, do Nah, this is okay. <laughs> oh, you really have grown up. You oh, are this is really okay. 21. This is gross. <laughs> Mason, is, is Josh your dad? Yes, he is. <laughs> he is. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. interaction there, he's talking about you either as a proud son or like, hey, hot salami's too hot for Mason, he shouldn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, well, this is the thing. I, George, who, who brought over the salami? I can't even remember. I brought it over. Yeah. But before the show, we were saying, oh, geez, that's very hot salami. And then Josh thought it'd be a funny prank to get Mason to eat it on air. Because it's Hilarious. like a rite of passage. Every 21st birthday, you have got to have a hot salami. Did you have salami? Just, Did you? I, just, I didn't, no. I like, I imagine a hot challenge like with a really hot, hot sauce that you yeah. know you have to salami. import from America and it's got a skull and crossbones yeah. on it. Uh, is salami it's impossible really for that salami hot? to be that hot. No, yeah. no it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I can't Did do it make your spice. eyes water? I didn't uh, have any. It was okay. It was okay. Like... <laughs> You could you could you could take it without water. Like you wouldn't need water. If you had five of them, you'd probably <laughs> and be it's in a not bit of strife. Hot. I yeah. did the. Uh, you guys know Bell's Hot Chicken on Gertrude oh, yeah. Street. Mm. They've got um, <laughs> yeah, they've got a hot and then seriously hot, then seriously fucking hot is their hottest <laughs> chicken. Right. And I got one piece of that, and I had like. Tears coming out my eyes, oh. snot coming out my nose, drool oh. coming out my mouth. It was disgusting, oh. and I. But I ate, I, like, I pushed on and ate the whole thing, but then I just oh, felt sick. Oh, my God. Oh. That's me when I have hot at Nando's. Like, sweating. <laughs> full sweating. It's crazy. <laughs> what did you do for your 21st, Jack? Uh, I was at... Um, but, by the way, I was at the park the other day with you, when you guys were oh. at the park. Mm. Yeah. How yeah, crazy. Um, That's crazy. Just by coincidence. And I didn't realize until later on. Well, the other thing that, <laughs> that Ryan Shelton was there as well. Uh, that's what Mason told me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that we had this conversation off. <laughs> uh, for my 21st, it was a standard 21st at a bar in Carlton, still there, the Dan O'Connell Hotel. Um, I put $1,000 behind the bar of my own money that I saved oh, up geez. from points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Imagine oh how, many, how many shifts that would have been to... Uh... <laughs> oh, no, I was already... So I was already working at Fox then as well. Um, oh, do okay. it, do it nice. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I was still getting paid only like twenty five dollars an hour or something like that. Um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty generous. That's very generous. That's great. Mm. That's so Your good. Own money. By the way, we recorded Screenplay Sunday the other day, like you said, and we, you know, how we were trying to get Hoyts to be a sponsor. Yeah. They replied to a to a snippet. What did they say? Oh, what happened? They just said, "Yeah, our chairs are very comfy." <laughs> they their chairs are premium. Yeah, we were talking about how comfy yeah. their chairs were, and then we thought maybe they could sponsor the show. So no sponsorship. No sponsor. Are you guys no looking forward to cinemas opening again? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I miss the movies. We Gr- Grace and I we're waiting for um the IMAX to open in the city so we can go watch Christopher Nolan's new film Tenet. You guys oh, yeah. wouldn't have even been on a movie date, hey? Oh, we haven't nah, done the movie no date. Movie dates. Oh. 
You can't do that <laughs> thing, Mace, where you yawn. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. <laughs> like the, the armrest arm goes up yeah, and it's yeah. like, a, oh, we're, oh, we're touching yeah. hands now. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, you guys are going to do all like the first date stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah. What's, well, that's the what thing that you did the other day. Oh, yeah. Pretty cute. Yeah, we, we went out to uh, we went went out for dinner for what, the second time, probably yeah. ever. Yeah, and um, yeah, when when we got when we were driving back in the car because we've never been real, we've never had that first, second, and third date sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like, are you kissing at the end of the day? Do you go, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, like do you just sit there and go? Oh, yeah. Thanks so, for thanks for the date. Yeah. We've never we <laughs> never cute. had that, and so we uh, we ended up reenacting, <laughs> <laughs> discussing what would happen. Yeah. That is very uh, cute. That's great. Well, you guys have got a great few months ahead of you mm. as, as everything opens up. Bowling, movies. Uh, yeah, I know. I really want to go bowling. Oh. It's a great yeah. date. <laughs> I'm a bit like note. COVID, touching stuff. I just thought it's a sanitizer. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, when bowling's safe. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, do you guys find like just thinking about things now in real life, it's like you think, oh, it's a bit gross. Like sharing someone's shoes. Totally. Yeah. I'm doing that thing. I think there's memes of this. I'm, I'm not the only one to recognize it, but like watching movies and TV shows filmed before COVID where people hug and get really yeah. close to each yeah. other. And you think, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, whoa. that will never happen now. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out without a mask on. It's like, whoa. Well, this is, the, this is what I'm thinking. Like when... When we go back to Perth and stuff, everyone over there is free and out and everything. Mm. I'm, I reckon it's going to be so weird. Everyone hugging and yeah, sharing like drinks and stuff. Music festivals like, whoa, whoa. going on over there. Yeah. yeah. yeah when so are you allowed to go back? They're so strict, right, about letting people back into um, WA. Hard borders have been um, stopped. So on the 14th of November, people can get in. <laughs> can get in now. So What's a hard is, border? It makes it sound like a, there was a physical wall built <laughs> yeah. on the bottom of WA. Like you, yeah. you couldn't get in. You had to apply to get in. Um, and we applied and we got rejected. But now we don't have to apply again. We can just we can just declare that we've been in Victoria and we'll self-isolate for two weeks. Right. When are yeah. you going back? Uh, I think it's the 10th of December. 10th of December. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So yeah. he, you, you'll meet uh, Grace's parents, Mace. Yeah. Meet Whole the friends fa- and family. All yeah. the family, all the friends. Uh, <laughs> exciting. That is so exciting. <laughs> Every time I come in here, it's like it yeah. how's the love life between Grace and Mace. <laughs> Six months check-in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you in uh, April next year, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One year. We'll have another montage yeah. ready to go. <laughs> to return. <laughs> <laughs> Did it go well? Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, Jack, for coming on. Uh, and thank you for all your support. Like, you've been you know, such a good support of the show and, and of me in particular. Like, I remember, like, just I've been helping you out a bit with your show and the way that you kind of, you know, call me and ask me to do stuff and give me advice on on this show. And, you know, it's really, it's really, really great. No, oh, man, it. it's a pleasure. No need to thank me at all. I, I, I feel like, yeah... For people who don't know, George cuts up all the clips that um, I make for my podcast, Jackie Road Studios, and the YouTube videos as well. So uh, thanks, man. I, I oh, really no. appreciate that. And I think it's awesome what you're doing here. Oh, thank you. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening. 900 episodes. That's very exciting. Uh, listen to the last couple of eps of Jackie Road Studios, or maybe there'll be one more. Uh, no, no. I, I think, yeah, I think there'll be at least... Three more eps, not three more guests. Like there's, there's an ep in between each week with with no guest. Great. All right, everyone, listen to that. Follow Jack Post on Instagram, and uh, you can follow Hump Day Replay on Instagram as well. And we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye.